Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Good House 1968. This is Brother White. What I do is read and interpret from the Tanakh. It's the Hebrew Bible. Uh, just uh, let me get my scriptures and I'll begin to read and interpret for you. And it goes to say at Exodus of Shemot, chapter 20, Then God said all these words, I am good, your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the abode of slavery. You are to have no other gods before me. You are not to make for yourselves a carved image or any kind of representation of anything in heaven above, on the earth, beneath, or in the water below the shoreline. You are not to bow down to them or serve them, for I, good, your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the parents to to the punishing the children for the sins of the parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but displaying grace to the thousandth generation of those who love me and obey my mitzvah. So we see here that good doesn't touch those who don't hate him uh, and obey his mitzvah, his laws. He helps them out. So this is why we want to love good and cherish good with all our heart and grow to love him for those who don't. You are not to use lightly the name of good your God because good will not leave unpunished someone who uses his name lightly. Remember the day Shabbat to set it apart for God. You have six days to labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Shabbat for good your God. On it you are not to do any kind of work. Not you, your son, or your daughter. Not your male or female slave. Not your livestock and not foreigner staying with you inside the gates of, of to your property. For in six days good made heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. But on the seventh day he rested. This is why good blessed the day Shabbat and separated it for himself. Honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land which good your God is giving you. Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false evidence against your neighbor. Do not convict your neighbor's house, do not convict your neighbor's wife. His male or female slave, his ox, his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. All the people experience the thunder, the lightning, the sound of shafar, and the mountain smoking. When the people saw it, they trembled, standing at a distance. They said to Moshe, You speak with us, and we will listen. But don't let God speak with us, or we will die. So here the people are beginning to fear God and not want to speak with him because of the fear of death. Moshe answered the people, Don't be afraid, because God has come only to test you and make you fear him, so that you won't commit sins. 
So we're going back to the test thing, where the Bible says God doesn't test. But the test is you doing righteousness and obeying his commandments. This is what he wants to know. There is no test of life where he actually put a test before you, but uh, to obey his commandments and be righteous. So the people stood at a distance, but Moshe approached the thick darkness where God was. Good said to Moshe, here's what you are to say to the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen that I spoke with you from heaven. You are not to make me make with me gods of silver, nor, in, nor are you to make gods of gold for yourselves. For me, you need make only an altar of, of earth. On it, you will sacrifice your burnt offerings, peace offerings, sheep, goats, and cattle. In every place where I cause my name to be mentioned, I will come to you and bless you. If you do not make an altar of stone, you are not to build it of cut stones. If you do make me an altar of stone, you are not to build it of cut stones. For if you use a tool on it, you profane it. Likewise, you are not to use steps to go up to my altar so that they won't be indecently uncovered. These are the rulings you are to present to these are the rulings you are to present to them. If you purchase a Hebrew slave, he has to work six years, but endless but in the seventh he is to be given his freedom without having to pay anything. If he came single, he is to be to leave single. If he was married when he came, he is wife is to go with him when he leaves. But if his master gave him a wife and she bore him sons or daughters, then the wife and her children will belong to her master and he will leave by himself. Nevertheless, if the slave declares, I love my master, my wife, and my children, so I don't want to go free, then his master is to bring him before God, and there at the door or doorpost, his master is to pierce his ear with an awe, and the man will be his slave for life. <clears throat> if a man sells his daughter as a slave, she is not to go free like the men slaves. If her master married her but decides she no longer pleases him, then he is to allow her to be redeemed. He is not allowed to sell her to a foreigner people because he has treated her unfairly. If he has her marry his son, then he is to treat her like a daughter. If he marries another wife, he is not to reduce her food, clothing, or marital rights. If he fails to provide her with these three things, she is to be given her freedom without having to pay anything. Whoever attacks a person and causes death must be put to death. If it was not premeditated but an act of God, then I will designate for you a place to which he can flee. But if someone willfully kills another after deliberate planning, you are to take him even from my altar and put him to death. 
Whoever attacks his father or mother must be put to death. Whoever kidnaps someone must be put to death, regardless of whether he has already sold him or the person is found still in his possession. Whoever curses his father or mother must be put to death. If two people fight, one hits the other with a stone or with his fist, and the injured party doesn't die but is confined to his bed, then if he recovers enough to be able to walk around outside, even with a cane, the attacker will be free of liability except to compensate him for his loss of time and take responsibility for his care until his recovery is complete. If a person beats his male or female slave with a stick so severely that he dies, he is to be punished, except that if the slave lives for a day or two, he is not to be punished since the slave is his property. If people are fighting with each other and happen to hurt a pregnant woman so badly that her unborn child dies, then even if no other harm follows, he must be fined. He must pay the amount set by the woman's husband and confirmed by judges. But if any harm follows, then you are to give life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burn for burn, wound for wound, bruise and bruise for bruise. If a person hits his male or female slave's eye and destroys it, he must let him go free in compensation for his eye. If he knocks out his male or female slave too, he must let him go free in compensation for his too. If an ox goes a man or a woman to death, if an ox gores a man or a woman to death, the ox is to be stoned and his flesh not eaten, but the owner of the ox will have no further liability. However, if the ox was in the habit of goring in the past, then the owner was warned but did not confine it, so that they ended up killing a man or a woman, then the ox is to be stoned and the owner, too, is to be put to death. However, a ransom may be imposed on him and the death penalty will be commuted if he pays the amount imposed. If the ox gores his son or daughter, the same rule applies. If the ox gores a male or female slave, its owner must give their master 12 ounces of silver and the ox is to be stoned to death. If someone removes a cover from a cistern or digs one and fails to cover it, and an ox or donkey falls in, the owner of the cistern must make good the loss by compensating the animal's owner, but the dead animal will be his. If one person ox hurts another so that it dies, they are to... They are to sell the live ox and divide the revenue from the sale, and they are also to divide the dead animal. But if it is known that the ox was in the habit of goring in the past, the owner did not confine it, he must pay ox for ox, but the dead animal will be his. If someone steals an ox or a sheep and slaughters or sells it, he is to pay five oxen for an ox and four sheep for a sheep. So these are the laws that good passed for the children of Israel 
and we can see how just he is and his laws and the way he treats uh, the children of Israel as well as us. All right, uh, that is it for today. I didn't say a prayer. I forgot to say a prayer when I opened, but I'm going to say a prayer on closing. I don't have that much time, so I'm not going to go over the vocabulary. Uh, And I'll see you guys tomorrow. Good, I petition you that you intrude on the hearts of those wrongdoers and cause their hearts to think about righteousness and good. And I want to do righteousness and good and give them the first step have them take the first step and help them all the way in their accomplishing good and righteous deeds and their works. I pray that you open their eyesight to the word, the truth, and I pray that you revise sustenance for the brothers and sisters, just as uh, God causes it to rain on the wicked, also provide for your people who listen to me on a day-to-day basis. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen.